Welcome to the Hannah Says Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm here to help you unlearn the garbage narratives in this world that are holding you back from being your most authentic and beautiful self. No topic is off limits, so get comfortable and join me in laughing, crying, and embracing your weird, unapologetic self. episode one of the Hannah Says podcast. Today we are going to be talking all about my favorite topic, which is, you guessed it, self-acceptance. Self-acceptance 101, radical self-acceptance. How the hell to accept yourself? What is it? Why refusing to accept yourself is really hindering your life and how to integrate it and work towards it in your life. I want to start off with an interesting analogy that will hopefully help you understand what self-acceptance is and how important it really is, why it's a crucial step in your confidence journey. So self-acceptance is exactly what it sounds like. It is accepting yourself where you're at without criticizing yourself or judging yourself for any point along your journey. So I am a power lifter, as a lot of you might be as well or maybe dabbling in the lifting Um, and I've been lifting for about three years so my lifts are quite up there now I have gained a lot of strength and I have gone through the journey of participating in coaching you know being committed to the practice and that's how I've been able to grow a lot but when I first started off I was nowhere near as experienced as I am now, as uh, strong as I am now, it took a while for me to get where I am. So when I first started squatting, which is my favorite lift, by the way, I think the first PR I ever hit was 200 pounds. And then three, about three years later, my PR now is 365 pounds. Now, I did not try to step under the bar at 365 pounds one year, a couple months into my journey. After I hit my PR of 200 pounds, I had to work my way up there and it took a lot of time. And if I just skipped to putting the weight on the bar and trying to lift it, I would have been crushed. I would have been severely injured because that weight was not what I was able to lift three years ago. So when you try to jump from level one all the way to 100 or 200 pounds to 365 pounds right away, there is a very large chance that you will fail because that jump is just too much. It's just not in your skill set. You don't have the strength levels for it. And and that's it. And that is kind of what self-acceptance is. Self-acceptance is this intermediate zone between self-hatred and self-love. So A lot of modern day self-love kind of teaches us that we need to love ourselves. We need to love every inch of ourselves. We have to be obsessed with ourselves, our bodies, our personalities, our minds. And that is just not realistic a lot of the time. And don't get me wrong, you deserve radical self-love and it does come with time, but it does come with time. And that's the whole point. And in between that step of self-hatred, when you're just starting your journey, it is so crucial to not skip the part of self-acceptance because skipping the middle zone of self-acceptance when when trying to go on your confidence and self-love journey 
is like jumping from 200 to 365 pounds. You will get hurt. You will get down on yourself. You're just, you're not equipped with that skill set yet. Your mind hasn't developed enough and it takes time. So self-acceptance is that intermediate zone. And a lot of the time it is just so necessary for growth. Something that is really ironic about self-acceptance and that a lot of people get wrong is that they think accepting yourself means that you are resistant to growth, you're resistant to change, and you are resistant to moving forward in your life. But self-acceptance is is not that at all. It just means that you accept where you're at. It doesn't mean that you love it, but it means, you know, you, you feel neutral about it. You understand that where you're at, it's just where you're at in your journey for whatever reason. And it is likely necessary for you to be there and, and you try to make an effort to understand why, and so you accept it. And the ironic part is that once you actually accept that that's where you're at, that's how you can grow and move forward from there. Because growth does not happen out of shame and self-hatred. You cannot guilt yourself into loving yourself. And so that is why acceptance is so important because growth that is sustainable and, and radical and leads to happiness only comes when you understand and accept where you're at in your journey and you do not judge yourself for that. So another reason why it's so important for body confidence is kind of similar to what I just explained. When you try to go from hating your body to loving every part of your body, that can be very unrealistic because you skipped the crucial part, which is self-acceptance. And body confidence... You know, a lot of people get body confidence wrong too because self-love influencers love to say, you know, I love my body and if you don't love your body, then you should try. But the reality is too, loving your body is not about thinking that you are the hottest and most prettiest and most perfect person alive because you're not going to feel like that all the time. That's just not realistic. And again, you do deserve to feel like that and you will get there one at one point in your life. But actual body confidence comes from saying, you know what, my body is actually not that important. Maybe I'm putting more emphasis on my body and how pretty and beautiful I am. And and maybe I should actually start caring about things like my passions and my hobbies. Maybe my body is actually one of the least interesting things about me. Maybe it's it's not that important at all. And I accept where I'm at now. I accept what I look like. But honestly, who cares? You know, that's a big part of self-acceptance too is you know, kind of reprioritizing what your values are and being able to see what is actually important. So there are a lot of ways to integrate it into your life and and to work towards self-acceptance. The first thing that is really important is when you feel these thoughts of like self-criticism and self-loathing coming up, It's important to remind yourself that you cannot shame yourself into loving yourself. Self-criticism will never be a sustainable and effective way of moving forward. So when you're able to catch yourself in those critical thoughts and remind yourself that they are not going to help you, you can criticize yourself as much as you want, but you cannot shame yourself into loving yourself. And that self-criticism is not going to go away just by letting it happen. There has to be a point in your journey where you say, you know what? You know what, brain? That's enough. I'm done with this criticism and I accept myself where I'm at, okay? 
And a lot of the time that can also take time because self-critical thoughts and self-loathing thoughts, if, if they've been, if you've been having them for days, months, years, just by reminding yourself once that uh, self-criticism is not effective is not going to necessarily do anything. It's about sticking with it, doing it over and over again, catching yourself whenever you can. Because as soon as you make it a habit, as soon as you get used to it, it becomes easier and easier and those thoughts become smaller and smaller. And it's also not about shaming yourself for having those critical thoughts because a lot of the time... You know, our critical thoughts are not our own. Our critical thoughts come from social conditioning. And one of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard is that your first thought is what you've been conditioned to believe and your second thought is what you actually believe. So what that kind of means is, let's say I have a thought and I've been on my self-love journey for a long time, which is, oh my God, I look ugly today. I don't actually believe that about myself, but I have been conditioned to believe it growing up as a woman, especially because we're taught constantly that we need to be pretty and that our appearance is the most important thing about us, but I don't actually believe that about myself. So I remind myself in that moment that, you know what, that's not true. And being self-critical is not going to help me do anything. Accepting myself and my appearance will only be the right way forward. Another really important thing to do when you feel that criticism coming in is remind yourself that like 90 to 100,000 percent of self-criticism is your own perception of yourself and it's not usually how others feel about you. And this part is really important because we tend to, as humans, find evidence for what we believe about ourselves. So let's say one of your common self-critical thoughts is that your body is ugly. As a human, the longer you believe that, the longer you're going to find out instances in your life that confirm this thought about you that you have about yourself. So let's say, you know, one time when you were a kid, you got shamed for your body, or let's say you have a parent that was very critical of yourself. Um, you're going to seek out those specific situations to prove to yourself that your body is actually ugly. But in reality, you're just taking that one thing or that two things or five things and building a narrative about yourself that's not true. And you may be telling yourself as well that everyone else thinks this about you and that's just how it is. But that is your own perception of yourself. It is unfair of you to project that on to other people and assume that other people are criticizing you in the same way that you're criticizing yourself. Because self-criticism is about yourself. It is about your own perception. It is not how others actually feel about you. If you went up to your partner or your best friend, they would likely not agree with you about your self-critical thoughts. And if they did, that's a whole other conversation altogether because they should not be in your life. And you need to start treating yourself how you would treat someone you love. Would you walk up to someone you love and say, your body looks ugly today? No, you wouldn't. So why are you doing that to yourself? Because ultimately, you only have yourself. Yourself is the one that you need to depend on to give yourself this validation because externalizing your validation and only receiving it from other places can make your self-confidence 
really susceptible to what others say to you. And it's really important to build that self-confidence from the inside so that, you know, when others criticize you, you're able to stand tall and say, you know what? Fuck you, because I believe this thing about myself. I believe that I'm hot as fuck and I don't care what you say. But it's really important, again, to remind yourself that most self-criticism is only about yourself. It's only about your own mind and the people in your life do not think those things about you, which means that they are not actual objective reality a lot of the time. A lot of the time, this self-criticism is only in our own heads. And that's really important to acknowledge because we need to start seeing ourselves as other people see us in the world, which is usually is an amazing and divine human being. And once we begin to see ourselves that way, we begin to live better and more fulfilled lives. Now, in those instances where other people may be shaming you for something, your body or, you know, whatever else, self-acceptance can also make it really easy to just brush those kinds of things off. Because if someone, you know, tells you that your body is ugly, but you've already done the work to, you know, tell yourself that actually my body doesn't really matter and you know what, I accept it, this is just a thing about me, a lot of the time, you know, body hatred can come from XYZ, diet culture, things like that. So you know what? Screw you. I don't care about your hate. Um, it makes you really strong and able to combat any sort of, you know, projections that people are putting onto you about their own insecurities. Because that's another thing, you know, a lot of judgment is all just people projecting their own insecurities onto you. It is never actually about you, but it can feel very personal if if they hit you in a place that you feel insecure about, which is why self-acceptance is really important because it can strengthen us, you know, towards those jealous and projecting people that may come on to us. Another really important thing about self-acceptance is to recognize that self-criticism often comes as a result of social conditioning. So for example, you know, as a existing as a woman in society means that you are being constantly told that you need to be skinny to be pretty, you need to be small, you can't share your opinion, if you share your opinion you're a bitch, if you don't use an exclamation mark on your email then you may as well just go jump off a fucking bridge because you've been a rude asshole to someone. A lot of this stuff comes from the fact that we just live in a patriarchy that does not see women as humans and emphasizes that we only deserve respect if we're attractive and small. And that sort of thing can allow you to grow up and feel like you actually need to take on all of those things and feel like you need to shrink yourself and that, you know, if you stand up for yourself that you're being a bitch and things like that. And it's important to recognize that these thoughts often come as a result of social conditioning. They're not actually the truth. They're just the result of a uh, the patriarchy which wants to oppress women and make them small because that's how it thrives. Another big one that women especially have to face is diet culture. The diet culture industry is, I believe, um, I think it's $60 billion. And what I mean by the diet culture industry is, is just this big hub of like, you know, these MLMs, people selling diet products. It can seep into things like protein, waste, trainers, shit like that. This is a $60 billion industry. And what that means is that 
they are very good at marketing. And it means that these very subtle marketing messages are, are slipped into a lot of things, especially that are marketed towards women, you know, telling us that we need to be smaller and that we need to be eating a certain way and that we need to be losing weight constantly. And if we're not working towards losing weight, then we don't really love ourselves. And these messages literally slip in so subtly, it's insane. A good example that I heard off of your fat friend's podcast, which is called Maintenance Phase, is she spoke about a Halo Top um, and Halo Top marketing. For those of you who don't know what Halo Top is, it's a low calorie ice cream. And the new marketing for Halo Top is, or apparently they had a commercial where it was this, I think like a mid-size to like fat women, probably like a size 14 or, or something like that. And she was eating Halo Top and the messaging was like, all about loving yourself and you know accepting your body and, and being happy in your body and being healthy and it was literally just co-opting these messages of self-love and you know body love and things like that to market a low calorie diet ice cream that is how diet culture slips into things because you know even like the body positivity movement has been taken over just by a lot of brands to say, hey, look, we support fat bodies, we support different bodies, and they'll only have, you know, size one or size two to 12. And it's like, do you think that's body positive? No, it's just marketing. And that's how diet culture works. It seeps in these messages in very sneaky ways. And you know what? It can fucking get to you. So it's important to recognize that a lot of these self-critical thoughts can come as a result of social conditioning. Another place that they can often come from is your life at home growing up. Did you grow up with parents who were on diets? Did you grow up around this messaging that we need to we're gonna eat low calorie we're, we're gonna do weight watchers i don't know what it was about weight watchers but just about every goddamn mom in like the 80s or 90s was on it and it was definitely in my household as i'm sure as well a lot of yours and as children we can really easily subconsciously pick up these messages and you know our parents mean no harm, they exist in this world of diet culture as well, but it is very easy to get it projected onto you, especially in in ways that can be very manipulative and seem like they're well-meaning. You know, if, if your parent approaches you and says like, I just, you know, I really care about you, I care about your health, blah, 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 but I think that you should go on this really horrible diet, like, diet culture, Social conditioning, home life, they can sneak into you in very manipulative ways and make you hate yourself in ways that honestly, you just don't deserve and, and are not true. Because this is the whole fucking point of the patriarchy. It's to make women feel small so that they can hate themselves, so that we can pay them less and not respect them. And that's unfortunately the society we live in. But as long as we teach women that this shit is not true, then you know what? We're gonna fight fucking back. It's time. It's time. Okay, it's time to fight back. Don't do this 
you know, if you can't do this for yourself, don't do this for me. Do this so that we can topple the patriarchy and say, fuck, fuck all you men out there. You know what? If you're a man listening to this, I love you. Um, but also, you're the worst. Um, and please check yourself for the social conditioning that you're giving to other people. Guys, this is totally just me joking. Or is it? Anyways, uh, back on track. So make sure to check yourself um, if if your self-loathing, self-criticism is as a result of social conditioning or perhaps um, reasons that growing up in your household, you, you received it. I want to circle back to a point that I kind of made earlier, but I don't think emphasized well enough, um, which is really important for self-acceptance which is recognizing that the stories that you are telling yourself about yourself are likely not true. Self-criticism and limiting beliefs have a really good way of convincing ourselves that we are ugly and small and too loud and too quiet and too shy and you know, our brains seek out just about every instance in our lives that confirm that bias to us and make us believe that it's true. But are these stories actually true? Absolutely not. They are just most of the time our unconscious brains trying to take us down a peg for no good fucking reason. So you know what? Go to hell, unconscious brain. I don't believe the stories that you're telling myself. I know that, you know, one time when I was a child, someone told me that my voice was a certain way and, you know, maybe I went on to believe it, but that's just not true, okay? Because I refuse to accept that these couple instances in my life mean that I'm not a good person, mean that I'm not worthy of success and joy and love and happiness, and I recognize that these stories are not true. So it's, re it's really important for self-acceptance to recognize that a lot of the stories you're telling yourself are just limiting beliefs. They're beliefs that are holding you back, that you are going to break through at some point, but the first point is, is recognizing that they're not true. Because the minute you give any validity to the self-criticism and the self-loathing, you are accepting it to be true and you are not going to grow. Like a really good example is, you know, a lot of people will buy like certain clothing, like crop tops, bikinis, whatever, and then they'll just keep them in their closet because, you know, their brain is telling them over and over again that they're ugly and they say, you know what, okay, I'm, I'm gonna listen to you and I'm not gonna wear the things that I really wanna want to, that I really want to, I'm not gonna express myself in the ways that I want to. And the minute that you say yes, I accept that my body is ugly, I accept that this thing is, you know, wrong about myself, you are only holding yourself back and you are only just continuing to tell yourself a story that is not objectively true. You need to treat yourself like someone you love because you're, you're all you got out there. So just fucking own it already. Treat yourself like you're your own goddamn best friend. If your best friend came up to you and said, you know what, I feel like my body's super ugly, so I'm not going to wear any of these things, what would you say? Would you say, yeah, you're right. I should fucking hope you wouldn't. So stop saying it to yourself already because those things are only holding you back and you know you are not going to grow if you just accept that these things are true about yourself. What you need to do is accept that that thought is there 
and that it is holding you back and then work on accepting your body or accepting whatever else it is for as it is. Because the irony is, as I have mentioned before, once you accept certain things about yourself, that's how you can work towards change. Like once you accept that maybe you have, you know, critical thoughts about your body, then you can work towards unlearning the narratives that you've told yourself. You can work on reminding yourself that, you know, self-criticism and self-hatred is never going to help you move forward. You can remind yourself that it's all about your own perception and it's not actually how others feel about you. And you can start treating yourself like someone you love. And, you know, you can recognize that a lot of the time this comes as a result of social conditioning or home life. And you can work towards accepting your body and using that energy that perhaps you were using towards self-hatred and putting it into something else, putting it into flourishing your other passions because we only have a limited energy and it's really important to use that in ways that lift us up and make us create the lives that we deserve. So I want to start doing this thing at the end of every episode. Um, so I am going to do it, which is talking about something that I am working on um, in my own life to normalize the fact that people who are confident and people who on their journeys are always still working on something because perfection is not real and it does not exist and all we can do is continue to learn and grow. And this was inspired by Michelle Elman's podcast and I just listened to it and really liked it. So something that I am working on right now is accepting the fact that I have a chronic illness, which which I have accepted, but accepting the fact that a lot of the time that means that I require more rest than your regular average person because my body just functions at kind of a reduced rate. I have a tendency to want to do everything at the same capacity as everyone else around me, and then I get burned out, and then the first thing to go is my mental health, and then I turn into a wreck. So something that I am working on right now is accepting the fact that I am built like this, I have a chronic illness that makes me more tired, that makes me need more rest, and that is okay. I need to learn how to work with that, and I don't need to, you know, live my life like everyone else. I need to live my life a way that suits me, and sometimes that means taking days off, that means asking for extensions at school, that means, you know, giving myself grace, that means accepting that you know, my energy in the morning might be lower than I wish it was and I can't do all that I wanted to do and that's okay. So that's something that I'm working on right now because self-acceptance is a lifelong journey and always will be. So with that, we are all done here. Thank you so much for listening. If you took something away from this podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it with someone if you found it valuable and think it would help someone else in your life as well. And also please take a minute to leave me a five-star review because that is how these podcasts and messages will reach other people and we can create an army of self-accepting, radical, self-love bitches that the world needs. So goodbye. I love you. I will talk to you later. Till next time.